Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Oh, today we're having Beth Davis. Welcome, Beth. Hi, it's great to be here. And Beth is Davis, and my dear friend, and she's known as a Dr. Purpose. Beth is the secret sage to global leaders, including spiritual teachers, healers, artists, engineers, design creative, celebrities, scientists, and entrepreneurs. She helps you discover and unleash your life purpose and then design a business around your core genetic, a biological purpose so you can profit and serve. So, Beth, how did you get into career helping people figuring out their life purpose? Well, that's a great question. Uh, I was in a career that was super boring when I was probably your age, um, which was a while ago. (laughs) I can't believe how long ago it was. Uh, But I was in my 20s and I uh, was working for a design company and I had really attempted to create some upward growth in that line of work and bring on more projects and uh, create more business for the company. And they just weren't willing to grow or be innovative in the way that I felt personally would have been beneficial to everyone. Uh, So while I was in this job that was pretty frustrating, I was going home at night and crying myself to sleep, thinking there has to be a better way than this. I can't believe that we were born on this planet to be slave or wage slaves and and, and buy stuff we don't need and then then retire for a few years and die. That Mm -hmm. seemed horrible to me. And so... I decided then I was going to figure out what my life purpose actually was. And in that process, a friend of mine said, you should get your palms read, which at the time I thought was a really dumb idea. But she kept bugging me and kept bugging me. So I finally did it. And I had my palms read and it was mind blowing. And she said to me, Uh, It was this young woman named Terry Lynn, and she said to me, you are here to be a spiritual teacher. I didn't know what that was. I said, okay, Uh, you're here to be a spiritual teacher and a guide. Um, You probably need to have your own business and help uh, other people innovate their businesses and she told me about other gifts that I had around speaking and writing and various things. The first part uh, that impacted me from that reading was making the decision to believe what she told me because it felt right in my body. There wasn't a lot of dialogue about, Oh, how am I going to do it? And is this right for me? And I like, I, I don't have that kind of story run. I have my own problems, but I don't, usually get into the how. I'm very confident in my ability to figure out the how. The how will all, is always figure outable. Um, but what isn't renewable is time. And I knew that if I waited 
uh, time would pass and I would miss out on that time to live my purpose. So I made the decision to believe it because why not? I, I made the decision to believe it. And then I was obsessed with what she was able to see in my hands and I decided to learn it. And then eventually I was teaching it. Now I did hundreds of readings. Then I started teaching people actually how to read palms. Um, we're about to launch some more courses actually. We've been doing that probably for 15 years, teaching people how to read hands. Uh, but I was hooked. I was, I was totally hooked. And that's how I got into it. And then it led to figuring out what's in the hands and then coaching people through how to uh, monetize their design, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in the last five years, I've added in human design to the mix. So I use the hands and human design as the biometric tools, the genetic tools, mm -hmm. because they're a map of your physical body. And what better place to go for information than a map of your body? Mm -hmm. Wow. So, that was amazing. Yeah. So for the palms, palms reading, human design. Let's introduce uh, in make an introduction to human design with the audience. I'm just fascinated by human design and I met Beth and I was like, oh my God, and she's doing even palm readings too. It's just incredible. How, what is this and how it could help us in the business? Well, each of us has uh, a unique design. So if we talk about hands, mm -hmm. um, let's just talk about your fingerprints, for example. They don't change. They form when you're in utero between the 14th and 16th week and in that two week span of time the prints form and they don't change so you have that fingerprint information for your whole life and what the fingerprints reveal primarily they reveal a number of things but two main things they reveal is your life purpose which is why you're here and your life lesson which is your blind spot mm -hmm. and Everybody has a purpose and everybody has a blind spot. Uh, so there's that. And there's a lot of other things, obviously, in the hands. The way you can think about the hands is they are an extraordinary map of your brain. Mm. They're a map of your brain, right? And they're a direct connection to your brain. Mm -hmm. uh, human design uses astrology uh, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, it references the 64 codons of DNA. And it is essentially a circuit board of your body and the major DNA activations that are in your body. So taking these two tools together, the hands give me a sense of your personality. Um, I can tell a lot from the hands. The hands tell me things like someone's physical attractiveness, you know, whether or not their sex life is any good, um, issues that have happened in their past. All that I can see in the hands. Wow. Uh, human design. We are. Human design, not so much. Human design, not so much. Human design shows me how to navigate, shows me to show you how to navigate mm. through your future. Mm. Through your future. And make good decisions because bad decisions will screw you over. So, so if I were to go back to age 28, one thing I would have done starting at age 28 is put away $500 a month, $500 a month, put it in investments and don't touch it. Just every month, $500. Mm -hmm. If I had done that, I would be retired now. 
I did, I did get divorced and have some things happen that impacted my, my net worth, which was disappointing. But I, if I were to go back, I would say to people, invest in yourself every month, no matter how much tight money is, put 25 bucks away. There's always money to put a dollar away, but make the, make the effort. Um, and the other thing is to recognize that you have a purpose and it's not going to get easier the longer you wait. It's going to get harder. Not to mention that we only have seven years before the door closes and the information age ends. And I also see the end of technology as well. So I'm telling people, you know, enjoy this internet while you can, because you need big government to support it. And big governments aren't going to last. They're all crumbling, right, as you can see. Um, but all of this is spelled out in human design. So, so human design also gives us an amazing tool to chart trends. I don't know exactly the sequence of things or the exact timing of things. I do know that there is a very small window of opportunity in human evolution for us to actually individuate and live our purpose. And the time is right now. There could not be a better time. So a lot of the people at home who are freaking out, it's just time to relax and, 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 and get with your purpose. And for the people who aren't freaking out and know that it's time to get with their purpose, hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And like, why, why is it so important to write, to get a customized, like to really do a life on purpose? Like, wh what do you think on that? Well, I think doing your life on purpose uh, is the only way. Mm -hmm. Because if you try to be successful uh, to please your parents, let's say, or to prove to yourself what a hotshot you are, you know, you see a lot of celebrities go down the tubes, you know, they hit the apex of their success and then they kind of lose their minds, right? I could name a bunch of them, but you all know who they are. So, um, because they're being driven by incorrect motivations, completely incorrect motivations. And when you're correct, it's about your sense of fulfillment. It isn't about what anybody else thinks. It's not how many likes you have. I mean, I don't, I don't care about likes. The only thing I care about is return on investment when it comes to business. You know, if we're going to talk about likes, um, you know, I ask people, they're like, oh, I have 10,000 likes. I'm like, great. How many clients do you have? Yeah. Um, so we, we can have our life be caught up in trying to prove ourselves, caught up in uh, trying to get by, caught up in trying to pay the bills. And all of that is mental conditioning. And it's not accurate. And when we choose to live our purpose, we can really, really start to prosper. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think of I, like speaking with you right now, it's almost like having one of those, one of those dream moments where I'm talking to my younger self <laughs> and, and saying to my younger self what I wish someone had said to me you're already on purpose, Victoria. So you're like way ahead of the pack. Like you're on the leading edge. You're a leader. Thank you. You're a leader in your design. We've talked about your design. You're a leader. So in interacting with you, and you know, I, I, I'm reminded of my youthfulness and starting my business in my 20s. And I wasn't near as organized or driven as you. And I, I wish I had been a little more uh, organized. I, I think I really 
didn't understand how time worked when I was in my 20s. I really thought time would move slowly mm-hmm. and that I had a lot of time to just kick around and procrastinate and not rush things and not too much pressure on myself. And I'm not suggesting people put pressure on themselves, but what I can tell you is time, time moves quickly and we all have the same amount of time. And the most effective use of our time is to share our gifts with others. That's the greatest reward. We have the fulfillment that comes from sharing the gift and the other person has the experience of transformation Mm -hmm. from interacting with that gift. And that is our purpose here on the planet. That's everybody's purpose is to share of one's talent and abilities uh, in exchange for whatever is supposed to come your way. And for some people, it might be fame, but for most people, it won't be. Mm-hmm. Everyone isn't here to be famous and rich and an and a Instagram star, or if that's even what it is now, TikTok, you know, that's not, that's not what this is, life is about. Um, it's, if you're going to use those tools, use them, but use them once you understand what your message is, right? What your purpose is and who you're here to serve. And then those tools are incredibly powerful for reaching the right audience and really making an impact. You know what I mean? I see, I don't, I, there had, maybe the selfies have, have gone down, but, for, but for example, the young women posting these selfies of their boobs and their butt and and, you know, in these really compromising um, sexual, sexualized positions, um, you know, and me as, a, as an older woman seeing that, um, all that says to the world is I have no self-esteem and no self-respect. That's exactly what it says. It says I'm an amateur. I don't really know how the world works. I want to be objectified because I'm desperate for attention, but I don't really know how to get noticed. And here's the thing, what people really want, Victoria, is to feel connected mm-hmm. and they want to feel seen, right? You and I are connected, right? We have a connection and we've had the good fortune that we met in person be- before we couldn't, right? Yeah. So I feel a, a very strong connection with you because we've been able to meet in person um, and sit with each other and talk with each other. Um, but, but what we're most wanting is, is attention. And the best way to get attention is to give of yourself from your gifts, mm-hmm. right? Not try to get attention, right? Which, which really comes from neediness mm-hmm. right? and comes from insecurity. So, you know, anyway, I could go yeah. on about when that for surf, a while, but. When you surf and when you're in the mood of generosity and you that's get. That's right. Like you don't think about attention, but attention, like the right people will come and you will That's right. have this attention. So you don't need to like be needy and get that attention. That's right. I love everything, everything you say. <laughs> and I would love to go deeper a little bit in more human design. So we give sure. space to our audience, like what is it and how there is, there is a four different types and I would love you to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. What's the difference between and how can we manage our businesses differently? We're acting from that side of our great being. Great questions. Yes. So um, anyone listening to this can go get their human design chart. You can Google 
free human design chart and there's tons of websites where you can get a chart. However, you do need to know your birth time. And if you don't know it, that's a whole other conversation where you need to speak to a special astrologer that figures out your birth time. It is, it is, it can be determined. It's just a process. And your name doesn't matter. So the name doesn't figure into the calculation. Obviously, you probably want to use your own name when you calculate your chart for ID purposes, but you can put any name in that you want. So once you have your chart, you, you will be shown a, a quite a bit of information. And the, the, the first primary piece of information, it's like, it's like astrology where people ask, what's your sign? In human design, people ask, what's your type? And our type is essentially how our energy field or aura around our bodies functions. Each of us gives off energy, right? Heat, essentially. And that electromagnetic field uh, attracts things or pushes things away, depending on our design. So your type essentially says how your electrical energy functions in your environment. And when you understand how to use that, it makes the process of manifesting the life that you, that you enjoy. I, I, I'm cautious about saying the life that you want, because a lot of what people think they want isn't correct for them. A lot of people think they want to be famous, but it's going to ruin their life if they pursue it. <laughs> so, like, you need to be correct. Uh, so the, the types are the uh, generator, which also has a variation called the manifesting generator, the projector, the manifester, and the reflector. And if you think about those words, generator, manifesting generator, manifester, reflector, projector, they all end in the letter R. So they all end in the letter R. And they're all about um, energy. If you think about generators, it's the word itself is uh, an engine. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people will have generators installed in case electricity goes out and the generator runs usually on gasoline or diesel and it kicks in when an alternate source of fuel is needed. So people that are generators have a uh, defined motor in their body that churns all the time. It's the life force. It's the life force. So generators and manifesting generators make up 70% of the population and they're the, the life force and they have an aura around them that's like a bubble. It's like a, um, uh, yeah, it's a bubble. It's a bubble in all directions, up and down and side, and it's a magnet and it pulls into what you need. I mean, it's the original law of attraction. You're a magnet. You're a receptive being. Now, how most people have been conditioned is to go after things and initiate and to push and to hustle and to make it happen. There's certainly a place for generators and manifesting generators to work hard and to give of their energy. However, they need to do that only after they have made a correct decision to enter into the commitment. And therein lies the problem for humanity. People are in the wrong relationships with the wrong people in the wrong work, living in the wrong place, eating the wrong food. And I mean wrong, wrong as in you're not, not wrong as in bad, 
wrong as in incorrect for you. Mm-hmm. And when things aren't correct for you, your aura gets weak because remember the aura is the energy that comes off the physical body. So that aura needs to be kept strong. It needs to be kept vibrant because it's a frequency. I mean, it's been measured. There's machines that measure it. Oh, it goes I, out of, I have right? my aura. Do you want me to show you? Sure. I prepared this. I mean, I've shown you before, but like for people, you know, who don't like, don't know that stuff. That's right. Like, that's like the aura and you can actually see like there is a blue, you know, right? The blue like energy is going out. It's an electromagnetic mm-hmm. field. You can actually measure it. And when you're not living in your design, what yeah. I haven't been doing before the three years prior to that, like your aura shrinks. And it that's gets right. Lower. And people- That's right. They just don't feel like talking to you because you know it's not magnetic. So go on more, like yeah. Well, yeah, and so that's so the generators and manifesting generators have a bubble around them. If you envision a bubble, Mm -hmm. and it's magnetic, your aura, you're a projector. That's exactly what a projector's aura is supposed to look like. It goes out in front. I mean, that's what's so remarkable. Everyone should get a reading of their aura. Your aura goes out in front and it's, it's very penetrating. So projectors have this intensity in their energy because they can see things so clearly and they can see how to make things work better. However, if they're not invited to share, people reject them and rebuff them and say, hey, who asked you? And so that, that aura needs to be respected as being very intense. And so when a projector is in the space, they really need to wait to be spoken to. Um, I mean, you in an interviewing role is a great role for a projector because the projector's correct role is to lead and guide through asking questions. Not through telling people what to do, but simply asking questions and then that will elicit other questions and then you can share, you'll have information. It's not like you'll never share information, of course, <laughs> but, the, but the actual uh, opening for the projector with others is the questions. So the projector needs to be invited into the conversation and then the projector needs to ask questions to keep that conversation correct. Um, manifestors, their aura, um, it's very interesting. Their aura goes out and pushes energy away. Think of Moses parting the sea, just pushes energy away. And manifestors are here to inform. And when they inform people of what they're doing, people in a sense can get behind their energy. You know, people say, I could get behind that project. I could get behind that energy. That's a manifestor thing, getting behind it. Because no one's getting in front of it, you'll get run over. Right? The, the manifestors, a speeding bullet train, uh, they manifest quickly. And uh, I see, I, I meet a lot of manifestors who aren't manifesting and uh, they are very angry. They're very angry they're not manifesting because they are not informing people of what they're going to do and they're trying to keep it secret. And what this does is it creates a lot of resistance around them to manifesting. So they actually need to not be so secretive, be discerning, but don't be secretive and let people know, the people who need to know, let the people who need to know, know what you're doing because, because otherwise you create a lot of chaos and you get, you get really angry. Uh, and then we have the reflector, which mm-hmm. is only 1% of the population. 
And the reflector's aura is like these bubbles that like go up in the air and they, they like float around and the, the little bubbles sample everything. Their aura actually does that. It samples. Can you imagine? It's like, pul- it's like a pulse. Now, the thing about reflectors is they really need to understand the transits in the solar system, which is where the main celestial bodies are at any given moment, because the reflector is completely open to the energy of that solar system, of our solar system. And they make their decisions best waiting a whole lunar cycle, which is about 28 days. It's also very helpful if they talk things out with others. But that, but that reflector is a sampler. Mm-hmm. And they're here to guide the community. So, Victoria, if we were to take these types and set up a business, the manifester would be initiating these project ideas and informing everybody of what project ideas they came up with. And the generators and manifesting generators would be checking in to see whether or not it was correct to commit to any of these projects, and if so, which ones. And then the projector would be guiding the generators and manifesting generators energy so they could do the project effectively. And the reflector would kind of be out on the side, you know, up on the, 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 the sage on the hill, the fool on the hill, <laughs> who's, who's looking down and looking out to see the health of the community. So the reflector goes to the manifester CEO and says, hey, you know, we've got a problem in department C because Sally and Amy aren't getting along and their drama is upsetting the rest of the crew and you need to handle that. Mm-hmm. But see, the manifester wouldn't have even known about it if the reflector hadn't come and told them. So I really urge people to have all the types on their team. Mm-hmm. and understand each person's role because the manifester will really be able to take anybody's ideas and make them better and know the most efficient way to manifest them. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. And so you know what, um, the mind, I have an um, example, uh, like not long time ago, I met this uh, girl and we were talking about human design and our just checking your, her human design. And she's like, you know what? she was she's leading a moon cycles with the woman and she said she's reflector and she said you know like in her place where she's leading it there's a three other women who's leading circles and they're all reflectors and they're one percent in the world like i was like what like i've never seen so many reflectors in one spot right 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 and the, it's so crazy because the the leading right the spiritual community and the what is the moon side, the new moons and the full moons, like sound bothers, like it's very uh, spiritual um, spot, right? And I was like, wow, this is just fascinating and how that works and how that shows up when you're actually curious and check at each other charts and you're like, wow, it's incredible. It's like, why would do we get a star business? And like, it's just going to the wrong directions if we don't uh-huh. know what our designer, like yeah. what, our yeah, it's- process, what our genius is here. Really, really true. I mean, m- the hand information helped me enormously, helped mm-hmm. me enormously. And then human design really helped me take it to a whole new level. Yes. Well, how can people find out more about what you do and where they go? Just 
lead them where? So there's two ways they can find out more. They can go to our website and we have a, re a cute mini planner called Business by Design. And you can go to yourpurpose.com and check that out. Or you can go to our Facebook group. And uh, that Facebook group is aligned to your design and just sign up. And we have free trainings in there every week uh, to find out about your design. Mm -hmm. And Beth uh, giving us a free bonus gift. It's a simple three-step plan for experience and business wrapped around your core purpose. So go to yourpurpose.com. That is wonderful. Thank you so much, Pat, for being here. I'm so honored to have you on the show and sharing about, I just love spirituality and combined with the business and all, all alignment with the universe and our design. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. I so enjoyed it. Thank you, Victoria. Yes. And thank you for watching it. And I'll see you in the next series. Stay tuned. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithlday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!